Welcome to the Unaccepted Podcast, the podcast for car enthusiasts and anime fans. I'm your host, Tony. And I'm Manny. And I'm Leo. And no Jaime today. Right? Good. Good? Oh, Why is that good? Don't worry. Coming from the man who personally calls him at any, every opportunity to come on the show. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, what did you expect from him coming on to the show? I mean, he fulfilled the role. <laughs> That's what, what matters. He did. You most. should have accepted that. I, well, I never said I didn't accept that. <laughs> he did a phenomenal job. It was great. That was a fun episode. It was, yeah, it was great because Leo hit me up the next day. He's like, dude, listen to the episode. I was like, okay. And first few minutes, I was just dying of laughter. <laughs> the artist doing the heedy heedy har hars. So sh- shout out to Jaime for doing the job. Well done. Jaime from Race FF Pod. Well, should I do the Jaime Race FF Pod intro? Do you have it memorized? Let's see it. Let's hear it. Watch. Ready? All I hear is silence. I think he's trying to start his car. Oh, do you guys hear me starting the car? No. <laughs> All right, okay. That was a waste. We'll go on. Go for the other ones. No, it's fine. Yeah, no, it's fine. You know, I don't want to do it anymore. I lost <laughs> complete interest now. All right. All right. Well, with a failed car to start. I mean, it is a Subaru, so. <laughs> Wait, Tony, you own a Subaru. I do. I'm waiting for it. <laughs> You're waiting for it? I'm prepared. I have prepared for this. You're financially prepared. I'm not financially prepared. <laughs> There's two big difference. Besides the financially prepared, what do you mean by you're prepared, Tony? Explain. Oh, do I really have to explain? Yes, I want to hear the explanation. Yeah, it's called replace a bitch. <laughs> Uh, I guess our bet's coming to an end soon. Oh, yes. I mean, if you guys are waiting for this reliability to be the bet's end, I mean, kind of a gamble. No, we we could care less what causes you to get the new car. It's the timing, right? Yes. So did anybody lose by me making it to the end of the year? No, 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 no. Interesting. All right. All right. I guess we'll see. Anyways, (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> with today's episode, we're going to cover um, me almost dying at a workshop this weekend. Uh, we're going to cover some uh, true crime, some anime true crime news. That's right. We're going basic bitch with this podcast and doing a true crime shit. <laughs> true crime. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that like half the podcast out there? Next week, we're doing horoscope reading. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> and the week after, we're, we're about to read some rocks. Is there a snake in the mattress? Who knows? You'll Tony find should out understand that reference. Uh, that is a super old school, obscure fucking topic we talked about. It is. It is. I'm still waiting to play your Ouija board. I do have the Ouija board set up in the mm-hmm. room. But you never let me play you're always welcome to play. You never pull it out. Yeah, every time I, I can't play, you're like, no, I don't want to touch it. I don't want to ruin the the the, the box. You're gonna buy crest crest the box. I'm like, you know what? It's been you you so you. We need I don't know what you're talking about. 
But every time I'm like, oh, let me take it out, you're like, no, not in the mood right now. I'm like, oh, man. All right. We'll, we'll do a blood sacrifice just for you next time. Beast. Yes. Get you a full, like, satanic certificate. Hang it on your wall. <laughs> I met Satan today. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I told you, Tinder's, Tinder's wicked right now. I don't know. I don't know why you're over there meeting Satan. <laughs> Satan took my soul and all I got was his shirt. <laughs> <laughs> This probably this man probably sold his shit just for get more bitches. No, I wish it was the other way around. Actually, no, I will sell. Uh, I will sell Ethel or a twenty-two R Ethel. Satan hit me up, Lucifer, whatever. Uh, Dark Underworld King, let me know. Holler your boy at the unaccepted pod at gmail dot com. With that being said, Tony. Oh, can I can I finish our topics for today's episode now? Yes. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. We got uh, some E3 coverage. Uh, we're going to go and kind of dust off a semi-old topic here about the Cannonball Run. Only because Leo has never, was not on when we talked about it. Yeah, I'm right. And we're also going to cover, I guess, the new platform for you lonely drivers out there so with that uh let's let's get into the first topic so fellas, how did you, you guys, almost die yeah so you guys know i do the, the dog training stuff and i'm trying to learn more about the decoy side right yes yeah. so i signed up for a three-day de- uh training decoy workshop for you guys that don't know, training decoy is basically the guy that gets bit by dogs. Basically my job. Um, Sort of, sort of. I kind of just make you a mannequin in a sense, right? I volunteer anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but a full-on training decoy has to have a lot of knowledge as far as like how to develop grip on a dog, entry confidence levels, exposed to environmentals, safely catch a dog from like a fast and far away speed, different things like that. Right. So I went in there with the kind of mindset that we were going to do some knowledge learning, maybe some classroom stuff and then work some dogs and learn some theory. Right. Yeah. I was wrong. (laughs) He was wrong the whole time. Yeah. We did some classroom stuff. We did catch some dogs and work some dogs and learn some stuff. But yeah, there was a little bit of there was a lot of bit. There was a lot of bit of running and conditioning exercises. And uh your your boy's not prepared for that shit, man. <laughs> fit for uh, fit how Okay, so we wear bite suits. If you guys never seen one, um, take a look on Manny's Instagram. I made him wear the jacket of my bite suit to take a bite from Coro once. Huh. Um, but my suit is jacket and pants. It is a training weight, which is the thickest weight because I don't want my arms to be bruised. I got nothing to prove to nobody. I don't really care about, you know, a bunch of bruises. Some people like to wear the bruises like honor badges or something. 
Remember that bruise I got from Coro the other week? Uh-huh. It's barely going away. The other week? Yeah, remember? No. Oh, I took... yeah, I do. <laughs> Dude, if I see a guy with bruises on his arm, he'll, he'll think it's, he's he's flexing, you know? He's like, I'm a man. But in reality, in my mind, I'm like, this man's getting domestic violence in his house by his girlfriend. There's a good possibility. Hides possibility. But anyways, yes, I wear a thick suit. I even wear the gauntlet because, yeah, I don't need to have a bunch of bruises on my arm. I don't No, Not with it. Um, <laughs> Most people there were wearing what's called a semi-comp. So if you think about order of thicknesses, training being the thickest, comp being the thinnest, there's... Uh, training, semi-training, semi-comp, and then competition. Mm. Now, that one, just to get ahead of it or whatever, I'm I'm not making any excuses because I'm definitely fucking out of shape. But I was also in exaggerated Michelin Man suit. <laughs> <laughs> so I, we, I can attest to that. Yeah, we, we did some running and... Um, what ended up almost killing me was an Indian run. Have you guys done Indian runs before? You guys know what it is? Very I just learned joyful. about it yesterday. Leo, you know what it is? Nope. So an Indian run is uh, essentially running laps. We were running around a trial field, which is pretty big. Um, and everybody runs in a in a line. And it's supposed to be like a team building exercise. Everybody has to stay together. Uh, you can't oh, kind of break okay. off from the group. I, I have an idea. Yeah, I remember this now. And then the person in the back has to sprint to the front. Then the new person in the back has to sprint to the front. Whoever's in the front is setting pace, right? So we did this in the decoy suits while passing a tire through the line. No stopping and running. And it was a pretty warm weekend, honestly. Man, it was, it was terrible. <laughs> it was straight up terrible. I Jeez, fucking that's... embarrassed myself. I I collapsed. Literally, literally collapsed. <laughs> you weren't ready for that. No, not even I mean, in the slightest. But remember, don't, don't don't feel don't feel bad either, Tony. Because remember, you none none of us would have done it either. We wouldn't have been conditioned to do that at all. So no shame in that, Tony. It's okay. You, you know what? You. There was a little bit of shame. I'm not gonna lie, dude. Okay, little, Tony, I have a question. Shame. What's up? How much was your training suit? Mine? Yes. Uh like almost eight hundred. And how much are the semi comp ones? Um usually they're about sixteen. Oof. Yes, I did find out that week, this past weekend, that uh, I could get one at a better price through a friend. But uh, buying outright, uh, they're about sixteen hundred bucks. Um, if you get like a a different brand that's a little bit more tailor made that fits a little bit nicer to your actual measurements, um, they could run up to around two grand. Mm-hmm. Damn, two grand! Holy shit! Yeah. Oh, there's. I'm sure there's more expensive ones, but then you're talking about like custom patterns and other shit like that, you know? 
No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So I fucking I literally collapsed. I was on the ground, laid on my back like a turtle. <laughs> um essentially after maybe 20 minutes of not being able to catch my breath properly, I threw up and I felt better. <laughs> uh I was a little bit pale, but that was a Friday. Saturday was not as bad. We didn't do as much conditioning, and I got to enjoy the workshop, the actual learning part of it. So, you know, a little embarrassed showing up the next day after almost dying, but it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I did feel like I got to learn a whole lot. I got to catch some pretty fun dogs. I got to see some pretty cool dogs. There was this uh, thing that had to be like a 120-pound German Shepherd. Jesus Christ. Three legs. The fuck? Uh I, I'm I'm assuming he had some sort of accident and had to have one leg amputated. But from the uh, videos that you showed me, that dog can work. That dog was a fucking hype. It would catch and bite your ass. <laughs> it was actually super cool to see that work. And beyond that, it obviously a lot of mechanics, um, as far as like a technique of catching and different things like that, I got to work my dog once. And the main thing that I was there for was just to catch a bunch of dogs and, and kind of learn and get better. And I, and I think I'm able to grow a little bit more off of this weekend. Okay, that's dope. Yeah. So this is going to be fun. There's going to be a whole, it gave me a whole new different method that I need to be learning. So that's incoming now. Hopefully be getting better and do a little bit more of this stuff. Hell yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Maybe get like a in a weeb bite suit. <laughs> if that... A weeb bite suit. So that means I will it's gonna find be a, a weeb bite suit. <laughs> oh my goodness. Does that mean it's going to be a maid outfit? Okay. Okay. Hold on. We need to make a new classification for like the full degenerates and like just the <laughs> casual. <laughs> I need I need to start separating myself from some of those fuckers. <laughs> I I was thinking more along the lines of like a Jonin jacket top. Okay, so probably just do that with patches. Suit. What's that? So a ninja bite suit. Sure. <laughs> it's not a but anyways, suit if it's not a maid outfit. I mean, do you really want to teach the dog to just go and bite the, the little maids everywhere? Yeah, so we can see Leo getting attacked on Halloween. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> this is true, but It'd be a pretty, pretty fluffy uh, maid costume, though. But anyways, what? What would you say? It'd be a fluffy maid costume. Oh, it would be the skimpiness. Hmm. Yeah, that's what makes Leo's Leo's uh, maid costume nice. Is he shows them legs? What if I just like pull up and just wear nothing? I mean, if you want to agitate Coral like that, you go for it. Mm. 
Because there, there will be a situation where the intruder will, will be wearing nothing, so you haven't prepared her for that. Oh, well, I am getting him ready to learn muzzle attacks. <laughs> then you can wear nothing, and he will just punch the shit out of you with the muzzle. There you go. Let's see. We got a plan. We have a plan. I'll catch a case, and Cora will just stop me doing whatever I'm about to do. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Let's do it. All right. But yes, that was the decoy workshop. Just a little update. I know it doesn't really fall in our classification of podcast stuff, but uh, no, we brought some weave shit into it. Yeah, a little bit, I guess. I guess. But it's definitely a hobby that's been growing and growing for me. And I think it is really going to start being a bit more involved, like a little bit more split half and half as I go through and finalize my plans for my car. So that's the decoy workshop. Um, Manny, why don't you take us into our true crime podcast? Dun, dun, dun. All right. <laughs> so... This this actually just like had me laughing when I was reading the article about it. But glad crime is funny, you do, Manny. What? I'm glad crime is funny to you, Manny. To a certain extent. <laughs> to a certain extent. But since last year, um, there's been a string of crimes like burglaries and all that stuff uh, happening within 14 prefectures of Japan, and. Some of the people have been caught and everything, but they all lead to one thing where they've been orchestrated by someone using a Telegram messaging app with an alias named Luffy. And it's just funny because like Luffy's a pirate and stuff, so like pirates they commit crimes. And you just see like this man, this person, we, they don't know if it's a person, an actual person, or if it's a group orchestrating all this. But to be called Luffy in the from the One Piece series and orchestrating these cri- string of crimes in Japan and everything. So probably. Well, what crimes is he doing? Like, um, let's see. Let me bring up the article again. I always love it when you prepare, Manny. No, it's because like mm-hmm. I, just, I need to look up like key like <laughs> key points and stuff. So it's like an informal recruitment ad on social media, and they just orchestrate uh, robberies or orchestrate people to do robberies uh, in like a anonymous nature. Like in on January twelfth in the Chiba Prefecture, this man. Uh, Someone did a robbery at a recycle shop. Um, and almost all the people that they've been caught have like something in common where they actually have the Telegram app with in, with being in contact with a Luffy alias. Okay, but, so does it talk about how he's uh tricking them out? No, it doesn't really talk about that in the in the in the article. Okay, what he's getting, what he's telling them, or what he's uh, tricking them into meeting up for, or anything? No, the thing is, so like, like I said right now, they don't know if it's a, if it's just one person or if it's a group, but 
the uh, alias for Luffy is originating in the Philippines. So basically someone or some someone or a group of people are orchestrating these crimes from the Philippines in Japan. And Japan is already working with the Philippines to extradite if they can catch this person or if they've already did. But and the Philippines said that they're more than welcome to do that, but first they want to Basically, they want to keep him, uh, hold him, and keep him in in the Philippines for a separate criminal case. So it's going to be a while before Japan can get some uh, some closure for this uh, string of uh, robberies that have been happening and orchestrated in Japan and everything. And sad to say, there is one instance of one of the robberies uh, that was. Let's see, one of the robberies. One one of the one of the robberies resulted in murder of a ninety year old woman in in Tokyo. Oh, that's fucked. Yeah, I know. So that's pretty much all I have. I mean, for this article, it's a, it's a very short article. From after I read it and everything, not a lot of details in the, into the article. No, I mean. You know how, like, when it comes to investigations, they won't tell you anything until they get more info and they make more progress on stuff. Hmm, interesting. But okay. I am interested okay. to see how how this turns out later on when they get more uh, more results, I guess, from this. More info. Mm-hmm. Well, time will tell on that, buddy. Oh, yeah. Only time will tell. And then we also got the teaser posters for the live action series of One Piece that Netflix is producing with Hollywood. Still skeptical about it. You know, this is like the one time where I'm like, just fuck it up. Just do it. (laughs) Me personally, I think they fucked it up with the cast. I mean, we talked about this too last time, Tony, on one of our episodes. And we looked at the at the cast, like what what actors they've chose for the characters of One Piece or anything. I'm very skeptical on the cast they chose, but apparently Oda, the creator for um, One Piece, has full like um, full approval for the cast uh, for the cast. So if he and he's going to be personally working as an executive producer for the show. Which will premiere later, sometime this year. It doesn't say anything about when this year. Okay. And the live action series will focus on the East Blue arc. So we're going to see where like Sanji comes from, Nami, Zoro especially. Just basically like the original ones before and Usopp. Before they, before they cross into the Grand Line. Oh. But... In terms of One Piece, that's all I have at the moment. All right. Don't worry. You'll have stuff for the next 20 years, or they'll stretch it for another 20 years. <laughs> uh, uh, it's sad to say, I think that Attack on Titan is going to be the new One Piece. I mean, they're like the new One Piece without the content. That is true. At least, At least One Piece just pumped out a bunch of stuff until you just got overwhelmed with too much shit. Yeah, and then with Attack on Titan, I mean, we're at the end already, but they just keep prolonging it. <laughs> yeah, they'll end up taking another long break or something. Yeah. 
All right. We got E3 2023 on the board, Manny. Oh, that's right. That's right. So, as we all know, E3 came back after the whole COVID situation or anything where they couldn't host E3 and everything. But for this year's E3, Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo will be skipping E3 this year. Not surprised. It, I've seen it's everybody's been seeing it coming, honestly, over the past few years. They do you know why, right? I just feel like, in my opinion, how I see it, they can do a better job of like promoting their new games with their own events, like Nintendo Direct or PlayStation Showcase or anything. No, okay, the reason why they like dismiss this or keep on dismissing E3, that means that mean they don't have. They don't need to fulfill a certain deadline or show them a whatever thing they gotta show. Because let's say, oh look, but um, that, that's also like what I'm saying is, oh, like they can make their own showcase when they want. Yeah, they don't exactly, have to wait yeah. till E3 to do this shit. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, they, they, they don't need a they don't they don't need a deadline. They can run that shit. Exactly. You know, it's also kind of similar to like uh the OEMs more and more we're seeing OEMs pull away from these like collaborative auto shows just to promote their own thing or maybe they withhold a certain car release or something so that they can promote it themselves rather than these auto shows yeah so maybe it has to do with the same thing you know now that the social media is super prevalent they don't really need these shows. They don't need E3. They don't need the LA Auto Show to showcase or release and get press and publicity on their car. They can do it their, basically themselves now, right? Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Or they want to be careful of what they present so that the crowd doesn't boo them because of all the sexual harassment lawsuits that are happening with each studios. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess. Cough, cough, Activision Blizzard. <laughs> oh, my God. But yeah, like, cough, cough, like we've, we've been seeing, like, for people in the gaming community, we've, we've been kind of seeing this is going to happen sooner or later, that they're just going to break away and do their own showcases. So, I'm kind of, I'm actually interested to see how e3 is going to be different this year like what they're going to do to supplement the the absence of the big three studio uh companies for gaming the for gaming uh, consoles Hmm. yeah Yeah, i mean who who knows maybe uh it's gonna have to go more towards pc maybe they can get a bigger podium for the steam deck and the other weird little handheld competition that they had going, you know? Oh, that is true. That is true. Find and evolve. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. All right. Leo, it's your Hi. 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 My name's Leo. I like to introduce myself as Leo. Leo with a capital L, lowercase e, and a zero. And a zero. But this, I'm not here for that. You sound like a Smash player introducing himself. Uh, 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 uh. 
But anyways, my topic would be what would sorry, my my brother was giving me dirty ass there. I thought he was a, a bum for a second because mind you remember I'm recording my car. <laughs> but um I can't read the title. What would your cannonball run car be? There you go, that. And give like a synopsis nope. like to people that nope. don't know what the cannonball run is. Cannonball run is um is it's a it's a race from New York to Cali. And your goal is to do it within an under twenty four hours. Within I thought it was just to have the fastest time. Or the fastest time, yeah, basically the fastest time. Uh humanly. I feel like possible. Tony's gonna do a better job at explaining this than you. That's what okay then. <laughs> Go ahead, Tony. Basically, it is the longest diagonal road that you could drive from one the furthest point of the country to the other. So that's always been a point to try to not a point, but it's been a thing to try to get through as fast as you can. Right? So you that's why you would start all the way in New York and you end up um I believe it's like Long Beach, right? Yeah, Manhattan Beach. Manhattan Beach. Sorry. Manhattan Beach it is. Yeah, so you end up pretty much at the high north corner of New York, drive all the way through across the country down to Southern California by the beach, coast to coast. And the goal of it is just to make time. There is no sanction for this. This is all done on your own risk, at your own accord, your own crashes, tickets, what have you. It's all on you. So we know that the last winner took advantage of the uh, coronavirus the situation. Yeah. Oh, man. You got to stop saying it on the podcast because we get flagged every time. I keep forgetting. I'm sorry. Shit. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the last guy took advantage of this because everybody was at home. There wasn't there wasn't a lot of traffic on the road and he rented a coyote. A coyote Mustang and gutted yep. the shit out of it. He what? I, I remember he gutted the shit out of it. He didn't gut it. He just removed the back seats. And added a secondary tank and extra extra fuel pump and just loaded it up with gas, basically. Mm. Beyond that, he just had like a couple little setups for navigation, ways, Apple Maps, Google Maps, whatever could give him information on traffic or speed traps. Right. Want to avoid getting pulled over. That'll hurt your time. Possibly put you in jail. <laughs> no, definitely. Yeah. And he broke the record because of, I guess, societal circumstances. But a record's a record, right? But then it got beating really quick again. I believe so. And believe it's it's kind of like it's becoming crazy because people are dropping money. They're getting, like, crazy satellite assistance now and everything. Like, it's it's getting wild now. It's definitely getting wild now. So right now I'm looking. It looked like the fastest one wasn't the Mustang. No, it got beat. That's what yeah, we're it got saying beat right by, now. by an Audi S6. Oh, that's right. 
and they disguised as the four Taurus police interceptor. So they put like um, I guess they covered the headlight, not headlight, the tail light, to make it look like the police interceptor tail lights. Uh huh. And obviously to black out the wheels, they put a a what was it, the the bars in front of the uh front of the grill, antennas and everything. They look exactly like a police car. And they did it within. Yeah, they still got the fastest record for 25 hours and 50, uh, 39 minutes. With an average speed around 110 miles per hour? Actually, no, 125. Ah, okay. Which is unheard of. It was back in the COVID era. I didn't say it this time. No, because you might as well. <laughs> if both of y'all said it, might as well. I joined in the fun too. Tony never said it. Coronavirus. I, I did. Yeah, no, I did. Stop oh, repeating shit. it. We're talking about Corona beer. Wuhan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> well, okay. this one's getting flagged. Beautiful. At least we all did together, right? Yes, yes. It's all a right, team effort here. There you go. I like that's what I like to hear. All so, right. If Leo. you guys were to pick if you guys were to pick a car, remember, but no modification of it at all. No out of fuel cell, no nothing. Just car you get, car it is. What would it be? The car we get is the car it is. Oof. Well, that changes mine a little bit. Yeah. Cause I know you guys are gonna say, "Oh, I'm gonna do this with a fifty-six got a five hundred gallon gas tank in a trunk." No, I'll make it interesting, and it will make you do a little strategic, strategic, uh, strategic thinking. <laughs> okay, I'm ready then. Okay, go ahead, Tony. Hit us. All right. So, initially, I was gonna go with something like a. ST Edge and pretty much follow suit of like something that has some decent horsepower, right? Mm-hmm. And something that has a ton of room to just f- put some fucking tanks wired up to another tank. Fucking <laughs> fuel pumps into fuel pumps in the next tank and all that good stuff, right? Yes. But with that stipulation, I think the my best bet would be to dial back and probably go with um an f-250 diesel something that's still gonna be powerful but big tank and we'll have that mileage that goes through for a longer time and we're talking about you planning it the whole way yep i I will i will go for it i'd rather i'd rather take my chances with that one Okay, okay. Manny, what about you? I don't know. I, I had to look up the F-250 on the fuel mileage. Uh, the average MPG, it's like around 13.5 gallons. <laughs> Beautiful, Tony. You're making it big. We did bring up this uh, topic before we started recording. I had to look up like what are like some good performance cars? Like, What are still some performance cars where like have good gas mileage on it? 
And honestly, I think I would actually pick the Audi TT. Okay. I What's will the run you over, average? Manny. <laughs> What's the average gas mileage on those bad boys? 25. 25? Ooh, all right. Uh, I, I like my answer. Also, remember your gas tank capacity because that TT no, probably that. has a tiny tank. No, I know oh, that yeah. for sure. Versus like the diesel probably doing like a 30-something gallon tank, probably at least a 30-gallon tank. Guessing at least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You guys ready so, for mine? Yes. What French car did you choose, Leo? Surprisingly, no French car. Oh. But now you guys thought of this either. Uh-huh. I'd pick Well, you changed the, the rules on us last minute. <laughs> well, exactly. I mean it because you let's be real. If you guys would have picked if I would have said uh fuel cells okay you guys would have picked a random ass fucking va card and be like fuel cell let's be real well yeah i did say that <laughs> <laughs> but my car surprisingly not a french car so i, I know i know tony you you're in awe right now for i mean not for jaw hitting the floor but i would pick the GR Corolla. GR Corolla. Average of 28 miles per gallon. Nice, not bad. And you already know the little little turd will be This is true. This is true. And I feel like I would pass you because you're gonna you're gonna take so much time refilling at the gas station. That's I I assume like ten minutes. He would have to minutes. take lo- longer times, but he would have to make less stops for fuel. True, but I because his tank capacity gas- for, for Tony's t- his tank capacity is forty eight gallons. So that's estimated what? Is it fucking forty eight gallons? I looked it up. God damn. That's right. That's easily 10, 15 minutes lost right there. More, probably. To fill it up, I say what's 15 the, What's the tank size on a Corolla, though? Average. I don't know, to be honest. 13 gallons. <laughs> that's fine. That's super so tiny. It's tiny, but still, we're getting the 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 MPG. We're rolling that shit. Got it. Because the time you about to catch up while I'm fueling up, I already hopped in the Corolla. I'm already zooming away, zooming, 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 zooming. And after your I'm... second stop, he probably already caught up to you. No, no, it will still be far. Especially if he's chugging along with that big truck, definitely. Diesel's more fuel economic, I'm not gonna lie though. Well yeah, but not that one. That is true. So look, if he or it's forty gallons and he's doing thirteen miles per time to do the math now. Oh no math. <laughs> <laughs> 
I would expect Tony to do the math, not Leo. So that's an average of 624 miles to a tank. Yes. Versus at 28 times 13, you're doing 364 miles to a tank in a Corolla. Yes. Yes, that's what that means. I am going to be ahead of you way long. My refill is going to be quicker than you. And I will reach my my destination a lot faster than you. Realistic speaking. I mean, it's almost, it's a little bit less than, or not a little bit less. It's still almost double the range. Double the range, yeah. But but I don't think you're going double the speed. I am going double the speed. You are not, not really. going double so. the speed. No. Double. <laughs> Manny, I have no fear in Manny's Audi TT because it's an Audi. So the timing, <laughs> the timing chain is going to snap on him at one point for sure. <laughs> the oil's going to leak out and it'll seize. <laughs> yeah, it's going to seize at one point. So I, I have no fear in Manny right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just the only competition at the moment, just the truck. Now I'm just, I, I'm chilling. Yeah, because Tony be... has twice the range when it comes to fuel consumption. But then, no, Tony, like he gonna what's gonna happen is he's gonna stop because he he's been planning his foot all the way. He's gonna stop at the gas station, but then guess I mean, what? He can just have, put it in cruise control. He's he's, he's gonna he's gonna have a runaway diesel as soon as he stops. A runaway diesel. Yeah. That means what's called your 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 motor just pre designating and just gonna keep on going, keep on going, even though the car's off. They're gonna rev a hard RPM, and then boom, fucking. Let me say it in a nice way so I don't get um um get in trouble again. Oh, um um, like a rotary when the apex seal is blown. There you go. That's that's nothing like threatening, right? I don't know. I think you just got flagged. Damn it! (laughs) (laughs) You said rotary. No. Leo's creating new ways. (laughs) He's creating new ways to get on banned lists. Right. I'm trying to be (laughs) unbanned. I guess you can this, say he's living up to the name of unaccepted. I'm trying. I'm trying not to scare the females. Well, when the females, when the females see I am a suspected online terrorist, that doesn't look good in neither ways. Well, speaking of Leo not trying to scare away the females, the I females. think that's a good segue into our next topic. Why? Why? You should have said it smoothly. Why do you have to talk about segues? Because I have to fuck up the segue. That's kind of our brand. It kind of is. Well, knowing about fucking up the brand and Leo, Tony, what do we have on store? (laughs) All right. So next topic, love and race cars. Not making love to your race car. Settle down. Uh, Yeah, I know. I know. I know. So, of course, the Celica's not getting any love lately. I mean, I already bought brand new radiator, electric fan, new clutch. Oh, the 23. 
I've done more than what I could do. Right now. <laughs> All right. So, Leo, you sent uh, this uh, this page over to our communal podcast Instagram. AK How did you find chat. it? <laughs> How did I find it? Yes. It was blasting me like for the past like day and a half, and I was ignoring it. <laughs> Until now, and when I, I read it, I'm like, bro, what? So you what were the targeted advertisee. <laughs> yeah, it was, they knew they knew who it was targeted to. They're like, look <laughs> at this motherfucker over here. <laughs> and I I gave it a read because I saw I finally saw the title. I'm like, what is this? Read it. I was like, no way. I opened the title up or opened the page up, and it's a tender for auto enthusiasts. I mean, yeah, basically, it is a dating site for car people. Interesting. So here's the description they have on their Instagram. Uh, they are classified on. They classify themselves as a dating service. Love and race cars is a dating app for car lovers. Available on. Oh, okay, that's it. We help you find people who love cars just as much as you do. That sounds very cringe. Does it? That's that's a dating app I do not want to be part of. It's kind of funny when you look at the posts. It's minimal people and eh, no, actually it has a fair amount of people. I was going to say there's some of them. I would look through their highlights and the first thing on their highlights is like uh, three phones and they have a little advertising block set up. <laughs> and inside the center phone is just a car drifting. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah! Wow, what a romantic thing, isn't it? Oh wow! What's next? It's gonna be another video of like someone plastic dipping wheels. <laughs> hey babe, look, we can do this. Look at that rep wheel, babe. So, looking at it here, I'm going through a couple of their posts. Uh, one of them is a guy and girl leaning up against a car. And how do you know they're car enthusiasts, Leo? Um, it's a Mini yeah. Cooper with dealer plates on it still. Oh, no, beautiful. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> that, 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 what? Car enthusiast right there, bro. Definitely scream car enthusiast, yes. Base right? model Cooper. <laughs> Not even the S. <laughs> Base model automatic Cooper. We're just chilling, leaning on our car. So I checked the... I checked the app out on the Apple Store since I have an iPhone. It's only got like three reviews on it. So I was like, bro, that shit was ass. <laughs> They're all all three or five star reviews. Those, yeah, pretty much. Those are people who made the app. Absolutely, yep, absolutely. Yeah, I'm going through the posts. I don't really see anything that's super car enthusiast. It looks like they stole somebody's picture of a girl stunting on a bike. But she by herself. <laughs> and this app came out like uh, about two months ago, apparently. Two months? Okay, so it is super new. Yeah, it's pr it's pretty new. Very interesting. Oof. What do you guys think about the tactic? Not going to work. Why do you think it's not going to work? Tony, I don't know if you noticed the 
the car world community, sir. But um, the ratios, I'll tell you that, the ratio is crazy off. No, really? <laughs> it's hard to believe. Yes. It's, it's, Damn, you bamboozled me, Leo. It's, I know. It's hard to believe right now. and, and it's. And I don't know how to explain it to you, but it's the ratio is as actual home. I don't even know where to describe this. It's crazy, and plus, men in the auto. I'm not well. I'm not gonna sound misogynistic either, but um, the majority of the auto enthusiasts are a male demographic group, and majority of those male demographic group are the horniest individual known to life. And you I've know, seen it. I remember times. showing up to a car meet with a really nice car, and so many women wanted to ask about my car. Never, ever, ever have I had a dude come up to me and ask me, like, what's under the hood or what modifications I've done to my car. Really, Tony? Oh, I think I have the similar experience where really females come up to me and ask me, nice car. Very rarely of dudes coming up to me be like, what year is this model? I haven't seen this in years. Same here. It's It shocks me that the ratio has changed. <laughs> <laughs> yes. so like I said, there, there, there's going to be lots of horny dudes there. And uh, and let's say there's a girl with plastic dip wheels and a Sui Kara heart uh, hanging on her... Uh, with a door little I forgot the name of it the side gripper <laughs> <laughs> the bitch handle there you go <laughs> little broken heart on there first thing that ever do do is like yo clean build keep it up plus dip wheels that looks hard uh, yeah obviously this is a bad business model for sure they're not they're not I don't think I don't see them doing very good. Um boys, I think you guys should create accounts and report back in a couple weeks. Let me know how much how much hits you guys get. I'm actually yes. interested to check it out. Like just to see what the what like how it actually works. I'm glad Tony I'm I'm glad that Manny's gonna do it. Take one for the team. Fuck yeah, Manny. I'm fuck it, I'll take you. one for the team. Okay, so Manny is going to dive in. He's going to join. What was it called again? <laughs> Love and race cars. And he's going to report back to us. Don't don't you lonely drivers worry. We'll have a good review for you guys. Why yeah. why is it got why got to be Love and race car? Why can't it be Love and civilian NPC cars? What about us? <laughs> I mean, they have a lot of apps for civilians. Love and and blown he- a Subaru head gasket. Where is that at? I feel very excluded. It's at the vape shop. Oh, <laughs> so would it be would it be love and vaping? Yes. Love and vape like uh like doesn't Subaru or didn't Subaru? Subaru used to have like a slogan that had to do with love? I don't know, Tony. You have a big badges, don't you? I don't know. Subaru. What makes a Subaru a Subaru? I remember that one. You want to hear a fun fact? Fun fact. Subaru backward is you, you're a bus. 
You're a bus. That's your rue backward. Oh. Oh. There you go. A little fun fact of the day. There you go. All right. I'll take it. Yeah. All right. So. I'm skeptical of it. Manny will have a report on us very soon. Uh, Manny, I'm going to challenge you to maybe make two. Two? Why, 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 why two? I was going to say make one with your face and make one with only the cars. And like oh. maybe make a pro. Oh, no. Okay, Leo. Oh. Manny, Manny's going to go about it a little bit more serious, like a, like a let's say, a, a potential user, right? Yeah. I want you to make one for the WRX as the WRX. <laughs> Subi for life? No, just as the WRX. Like, who wants to date your Subaru? Okay, okay, I get it. You get it? Yeah. Or or you can do the Celica so that they know you're looking for a sugar mama. No, no, I'll use the Subaru because my Subaru just look like every other Subaru in the streets. If I use the Celica, they'll pinpoint the fuck out of me. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> this want. is true. <laughs> what do you mean by pinpoint? They were like, they'll look, and all they got to put is on, what was it? Like, green Celica, rusted as fuck, long champs, clap. And boom, you, the first you would see is unknown B2. Okay, okay. I, I don't want to be that search result. <laughs> Because if you put Subaru like Silver Subaru, you'll be like millions of Silver Subaru like mine. Actually, I'm gonna look I it blend... up right now. I'll blend Celica flapped out, oh rusted. I'm kind of curious. No, I don't find you on here. Oh, I got scared. I put green Celica. There's one that kind of looked like mine. I was scared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put a little more detail. Green Celica with long champs. With long champs. Well, anyways, um, well, I was gonna um, you found yourself. No, <laughs> no, I'm not telling you guys. There was another, <laughs> another thing I clicked, and, it, and the results is that. <laughs> I googled it. Uh, and the first result is basically something from John Cena. <laughs> Not like me. Sounds about right. I'm not surprised. All right. Well, with you guys having some homework to do, uh, we're going to report back and get you guys updated on Love and Race Cars later. Actually, maybe wait. just in time for our Valentine's Day episode. Oh, that's right. Dude. So, two weeks. You. In two weeks, two we report weeks. back. We'll do two weeks for our Valentine's Day episode. We'll have a okay, report okay. on love and race cars. Look at that. This is stuff we should have planned before we recorded instead of just like talking out about it on here. But that is our uh, way. I mean, we could have just left it like that until you just brought it up, but okay. But like I yeah. said, that is our way. All right. So I think with that we will call this an episode, fellas. Yeah. Um, Leo, do you want to take a second swing at Manny's outro? 
No. (laughs) 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 You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and someone on the emails. That's how much I know. Did I get it right? Nope. (laughs) No. How beautiful. (laughs) As expected. All right. I mean, I didn't expect much from you anyway. No. Well, to even expect (laughs) something, I'm just blown away. (laughs) All righty. Well, yeah, you can definitely find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at UnacceptedPod. And we do have a website, UnacceptedPod.com. Be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review on wherever you listen to iTunes, Spotify, and the next uh, Tinder. And now, until Valentine's Day, if you leave a review and send us a copy of it, screenshot of it on Instagram, Leo will send you a Valentine's card. I will. I will make yep. another one. Special oh, yeah, lipstick to, and everything. I, I get to make Valentine's cards again, like last year. Oh, that's right. I want to see if you can make some again for me. Ooh. I only made one. You made Ooh. two. Actually. Oh, I made two? Oh, I'm one sorry. for the Mustang I'm and shocked. one for the El Camino. I am, I am bewildered on that. I am <laughs> dumbfounded. All right. And if you have any questions, you can always always email us at unacceptedpodcast at gmail.com. But with that, we will see everybody next Wednesday. Adios. Bye-bye.